Hey guys! What up? <laughs> Welcome to our first podcast ever. That's kind of weird to say. That's crazy. Um, we literally start, we literally threw this idea out there a week ago. Yeah. So, anyway, my name is Maddie. I'm Kayla. And we are just two college, well, we'll get to that, college <laughs> students who wanted to start a podcast. And like Kayla said, like we literally thought of this idea like casually. We were like, what if we did a podcast? Yeah. LOL. And then we were like, but what if? Yeah. We so. were thinking about it just because Maddie and I have conversations all the time that just somehow get super deep and really fast. And then they last for like 40 minutes. And we were like, you know what that's perfect for? A podcast. That's true. And if we just added a mic to our everyday conversations, boom, done. That made me think of like when you're on a roller coaster and like, you know you're about to drop, you just don't know when, but the drop comes really unexpectedly. Uh, it's like our conversation. No, it's like, true. We're literally it's like true. talking about like, how's your day? And we're like, yeah, but this sin sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. So we're hoping to like bring y'all along yeah. in those conversations. Cause true. we just, not saying we're super wise or anything. We're just going through life and trying to glorify God and pursue him. So Truly. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be called POV. Uh, which is obviously stands for point Puff. of view. <laughs> Puff. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to Brock Braxton. He will kill us if we do not shout him out for credit on the name. That's Wait, true. Was it Brock? I or don't know. Nick? <laughs> there were three people sitting at the table, so let's just give credit out to credit to Brock, Nick, Savannah, and, and Nick. Savannah. You they, guys are awesome. Yeah. Uh, you helped us make this name, and we appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, we're, it's called Point of View. The kind of thought behind that was that we are college students, or Maddie's going to talk about how she just graduated, freshly out of college um, people who just want to give our point of view on things college ministry, things God, things church, things community, all things in that realm. Uh, we are obviously both believers in Christ, um, and we follow kind of the Christian bible and its teachings and so we want to talk about doing life in that realm and kind of share our point of view on different topics but in order for us to do that i feel like you need to know a little bit about us and where we're at so maddie so hey guys um like i said my name is maddie um i'm going to clarify the issue of my voice i have nodes (laughs) so that's probably why i sound like a man and yeah you want to tell them what nodes are oh no it's like not common yeah, I guess it's not that common. So it's vocal <laughs> vocal <laughs> nodules, which basically your vocal cords rub up against each other whenever you're speaking or whenever you're singing or using your cords in some sort of manner. And so, yeah, I just, I think, so what happened is I went to camp. Go Cones, baby. I worked at Pine Cove. Love that camp. No, I would talk your ear off about it, but we don't have to bring that into the podcast. Um, but anyway, I came back and I was like, I literally, I'm hurting. So anyway, I have notes, but that's not about me. That's not my identity. My identity is in Jesus. Amen. Amen. um, Okay. So yeah. So I went to University of North Texas, going green call um, for three and a half years. I just graduated this winter or this past winter of 2022 with um, a communications degree and a minor marketing. Um, yeah so that's really what do you do for work oh right that is kind of important um so 
two days of the week I work at my church's daycare and then I also am on staff for my college ministry and I'm the administrative assistant and it's been lit I'll, I'll say that and you've done that for a while yeah so my junior year of college I got asked to be on staff as the girl intern and then um, got asked to be the admin assistant this past year like my senior year technically and so yeah this semester I'm basically just working full-time some would say but with two part-time jobs um, and I love what I do it's awesome and I have a great community of friends and yeah I'm just very thankful my family's from Houston so love them gotta give the fam a shout out <laughs> um, but yeah Kayla tell them a little bit about you yeah, um, I am still in college. Um, go Mean Green. Go Mean Green, yeah. And, you know, I think it's so funny that we say that because we have some of the least school spirit <laughs> of any do. college students I've ever met in my it's life. It's like, we suck, but, like, we have to still Yeah, go. but Go Mean Green, am I right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, go to college at UNT. I am majoring in political science. Um, I've two minors in religion okay. and non <laughs> what <laughs> I said, okay, like, okay I oh i did not hear that um i have two minors in religion and then the other one is in nonprofit leadership um and yeah that's pretty much me academically i graduate in may and we're gonna see what the lord does with that freedom yeah what do you do for a living i work at the daycare with you but I don't do it two days a week I do it three days a week I've been on leadership with our college ministry for this is my third year so I've done a variety of kind of different roles with that but that's also been a major part of what I do it is kind of functioning as a second job just without the pay um, and that's so true but I love it I love it though we truly would not be on campus without Kayla Green so <laughs> We do all our tabling through her. That's that's true, um, which we need to start back up again. Yes. Um, that's a side note, though. But, yeah, that's me. I love college ministry as well. I'm still in college, so that's, I guess, the one distinction. And I'm not on staff at a, at a church. I did do a kids' ministry internship for a little while, hmm. so I do kind of dip my toe into a lot of different ministries at the church. Yeah. Um, she loves the church. What yeah, I'm everywhere. I mean... Oh, I feel like this might be important to add, but Kayla and I are like best friends and roommates. Yes. So we lived with each know. other for the past three years and man, has it been a dirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we go way back. We do go way back. <laughs> we did meet through the college ministry though, which is what is so cool. And that's why this whole podcast today is why we're going to be talking about college ministry is because literally like friendships like that are so important like she will be in my wedding one day came through it so yeah definitely and you know college ministry has been such a big part of our life and so we want to talk about that and kind of deep dive into why it's so important to be a part of a college ministry but again going back to kind of the theme of the podcast we just want to share these point of views for other college students who may relate to them but also for college ministers and and just overall leadership to hear the point of view of young people in their churches and in their ministries that are looking to seek God and looking to grow because I think that's that's important to consider um, and it's important to ask those questions and seek those answers and so that's kind of our goal with this thing but yeah, yeah like I said sure. today our topic is 
why it's important to be in a college ministry, to find a college ministry when you are going to college. So, yeah. Can you go to a college ministry when you're not in college? I mean, we've had a few people come through ours. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, their senior year of high school, just kind of trying to see what it looks like. And Super seniors, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, you know what's cool, too, is I think about all of the people that in our college ministry that have gone, like, their senior year of high school. And so, like, you should check out, if you are listening, ra- off random side note, but if yeah. you're listening and you're, like, in high school and you're, like, trying to find a college... I actually made my decision to go to UNT because of the college ministry I'm now a part of. So, like, make that be a deciding factor. Yeah, we've definitely had people do that. And if nothing else, like, if you have a, if there's a healthy college ministry in your area that you know is, like, healthy and and doing well, go check it out to know what you're looking for, even if you're going somewhere else. Because I think that that's important is to know, hey, we want, you know, I'm looking for these things. And, and don't just, you know, set expectations, but be prayerful about them, too, um, in seeking that. Because I think it's hard to just completely start from scratch and be like, I've never been in college ministry before. I don't know what this looks like, all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think that gives you a good basis. And, and typically, especially here in the South, there is... Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> oh i also snort so i'm so sorry if it just like pops up here and there like yeah yeah i'm not i think it's hilarious (laughs) but it is random and everybody loves it because it's like if you get a snort out of maddie hato you've won you've won you could have your own and here's the thing i have like a snort was acquired my friend snorted so much that i think i started snorting it's true and so yeah. And you loved it, too. So I think maybe you just, like... Uh, maybe I just wanted to be her so bad. And that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. She's awesome. What do you think is an important reason to pursue college ministry? Yeah. Okay, so there's so many, first of all. But I think if we're just looking at, like, our own hearts and our own well-being and spiritual formation would be for yourself and for your own spiritual growth. Um, I can't tell you how important it was for my freshman year of like being involved in a college ministry to be going to like the Tuesday night gathering that we had in our weekly like community groups and just hearing truth like being poured into me like I was raised in church my whole life and learned about Jesus from literally the womb but like there was so many things that I learned my freshman and still learning but like that freshman year specifically that I was like I had no, like, I've been in children's school, like, I grew up in church, and, like, I've learned all these things, but it didn't make sense until then, so, like, that's probably number one reason, like, for you to grow closer to God. Um, Yeah, I think spiritual formation is so important, and I just googled quickly, like, what is the definition of spiritual formation, and it says, it may refer to the process or practices by which a person may progress in one spiritual or religious life. Um, and so I think when you think about that through the lens of a ministry, that should be like the desire mm-hmm. of a ministry or of a church's heart is to pull th- pull someone through a process of spiritual formation or even what we would the Bible would call sanctification. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think for me, like, um, you know, my parents um, say that they believe in God. Um, and so it was talked about in my house, but not a ton. 
and we didn't really ever go to church very often or anything like that. And so, um, I didn't have a ton, a ton of spiritual formation in my house. And so luckily I was able to be a part of a youth group for most of high school. And so throughout high school, I really understood like, okay, this is what, this is who God is. This is who Jesus is. This is, you know, I had all the basics kind of down mm-hmm. in high school. Um, especially because I believed I was, I believe I was saved in eighth grade. And so from then on, I think you have to have some basic knowledge of Jesus and God and the gospel and sin and death to be saved um so I had some basics down but in terms of progressing through those basics that didn't really start for me until college ministry and I think it's because when college ministries are done right they're incredibly intentional Mm, that's good and they're intentional in in spiritual formation in discipleship which we'll kind of talk about in um evangelism in um disciplines right like reading your bible prayer mm-hmm. uh, memorizing scripture walking through these daily things that are going to push and challenge you to the next step in your faith yeah that's so cool too because kayla and i like we both have that kind of similar story i was probably more raised in church than she was because my grandparents were pastors and all that but we both like didn't really just start pursuing the lord until our freshman year and it was through the college ministry where the gospel was just like re-emphasized or like re-taught to us where it was like it was just at least for me it was just like a light bulb moment it was like I've known Jesus my whole life but this like I this is deeper than just knowing Jesus this is like him literally dying for me and like yeah. every aspect of my life should reflect that yeah I remember this is this is what I've always told people. I remember going to like the college events, our college ministries events, and even just like our Sunday school, mm-hmm. and everyone had a different kind of understanding mm-hmm. of the Bible than I had ever seen at any other church that I've been a part of. And I've been a part of churches for years at that point, and just the the scripture memorization of like people just popping off. These verses, yeah, like popping these verses off of their heads and knowing where these things were in the Bible, I was like, "Am I supposed to be able to do that?" Like, I was really like, "Like, I'm, I've supposedly been following Christ, you know, air quotes for these four years, and yet I couldn't tell you um, in what books the crucifixion actually was recorded." Mm. And that's like so core and essential to. Um, understanding faith. I mean, not the memorization. Like, you don't have to memorize the Bible to right. be saved. But, oh. you know, yeah. Thank yeah. God we don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just understanding those concepts. And I just had such a lack of deep understanding. And I remember going to these events and being just, like, amazed of, like, how the gospel took over their lives. Mm-hmm. How Jesus took over their lives. Mm-hmm. And... It was evident, and I didn't have it, and I was like, "What? What do I need to do?" Kind of thing, you know? Yeah, that yeah, and that just shows like how, like, faithful the college ministry was in equipping the students to pursue the Lord. Yeah. But I wanted to ask, how has community impacted your college experience and being involved in the college ministry? Like, did you find community? Did you like tell me what that looked like? Yeah, I mean, 
I've in high school I was always kind of like a one friend gal. Like I mm-hmm. had like a like one friend and I had some like kind of close other friends, but I never had like a lot of community or people that I could turn to and that were kind of together pushing me towards a common goal. Like it wasn't kind of that sense. And so coming into college, um you know, that was something that I, again, that I noticed when I came in and something that I started to experience when I started getting discipled. Um, and, and for us in our college ministry, and, and I think, you know, the general concept is kind of universal for a lot of the church, but we disciple one-on-one, um, someone older, further along in their faith that kind of walks through understanding, reading, digesting scripture um, and spiritual disciplines with a younger and less mature believer um, for a period of time um, to which is up to the people in the relationship to decide. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I experienced that my freshman year. I got to experience that with an amazing person. Um, I'll tell her name. Hannah. Hannah Tyus. I love you, girl. She's awesome. Um, and, you know, that really spiritually formed me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I know that you had a similar experience for that. But when she started to draw me in, that was when I saw myself getting connected. And then when others saw me getting connected, they also wanted to connect. Yeah. And I feel like we used like our resources in like, we wanted to address like the idea of like having fun in college, like partying and alcohol and sex and just all of those things. And I feel like when Kayla and I joined the college ministry, we just like now had a new lens for what fun was and like we lived in the same dorm our freshman year and would go over and like play nerds or like watch the bachelorette together and yeah literally just do like i literally put probably like 50 scrunchies in my hair one time and walked down the hall in curl hall don't know why <laughs> just did it but it was yeah, no. it was fun yeah. because we were with community and we were all like like-minded and we all love the lord and not saying that's a completely different podcast to hang out with non-believers as well but it was nice to have that like group that like we were all in the same like yeah mission. especially in the midst of so much transition yeah with college and just and you had just gotten out of a breakup I don't yeah. know if you want to talk about that, <laughs> we'll we can t- cut we'll that if we need to, point. but, um, yeah, and so, especially in the midst of so much transition and mm-hmm. stuff, um, that we, it was nice to have kind of just our girl group to lean on and to just understand each other We with. literally called each other Apple Sigma Pi we because did. we wanted to be, like, a sorority without being a sorority. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, And we out. had, like, a little hand sign and everything, yeah. too, that we made. It just, yeah, but... Yeah, like, I feel like that is truly what the community and, like, discipleship is what carried me through college. Like, obviously, my relationship with the Lord, but, like, praise God that he provided me with a group of people that, like, I come home and I'm sad. Like, I tell this story to people. Literally, I was, like, crying one day, and my two roommates came into my room, and I was, like, sobbing, and they just read Psalm 23 over me. And I'm, like, the fact that I have friends like that, like... Most people are like, oh, you'll be okay, or like ignore your friend who's crying and stuff. And it's like, that's how I got through college, just because I had friends that cared for me when we went through hard things or 
Even yeah. like through fun things yeah. too. Yeah. You know? What she humbly leaves out is that the week before that she read scripture over me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, definitely. I also want to make a note of the fact that I think true biblical community participates in fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so important. I think because you can hang out and have fun, but if you're not sitting down and saying, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How are you yeah. doing spiritually? True. How is that impacting how you're doing emotionally and physically? How can I be praying for you? What have you been reading in the Bible? Yeah. How are you reading the Bible? Okay, you're struggling. Let's talk about that. Here's mm-hmm. how I read yeah. the Bible. You know, And sitting down and having those conversations, that's fellowship. And I think true biblical community does that. And there's times when, you know, their whole friendship isn't going to be fellowship, sure. Right. But, like, that is so important, and I think it's been a core part of how we've grown. I mean, we can have a whole podcast on yeah, biblical and I'm sure friendship. Yeah, I'm but, sure we will. Yeah. And, um, like, I think that goes back to discipleship and the part of, like, you, like, walking with someone, like, one-on-one, life-on-life, like, is so important because there are so many things that you're going to go through and like sometimes it's hard to confess in like let's be real like yeah. I do not want to confess most of the things that I do because that's like I'm shameful of it and like ho- hopefully like finding someone that you can feel comfortable with and like you can like find breakthrough through that and it's not just having a friend to like go and get ice cream with it's like Let's go get ice cream, but, like, confess in and cry and pray with each other, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, literally. I tell people this all the time. I think I've cried in almost every coffee shop of Denton. <laughs> yeah. And bless it's those baristas. Never, yeah, yeah, bless the baristas, and it's never been alone. And yeah. praise God, you yeah. know? Like, praise God. Um, the but, amount okay. of times we're going to say praise God on this podcast. No, yeah. Because, but, like, <laughs> it's true, but I do think we just say it. No, like, I agree. We do need like, more, like... Walk out like I walked down the steps and I'm like praise God I didn't trip I'm like praise God (laughs) that was a really (laughs) no I understand because I feel like I feel like I did something earlier today or I don't know maybe one of my kids like needed to pee and I didn't he was gonna make it to the bathroom and then he did and I was like oh praise God you Mm -hmm. know no but that's like that's real (laughs) (laughs) that's justifiable for the praise (laughs) um but yeah. Okay, community, how did discipleship... I feel like you experienced a really, really, Mm, like... We both experienced deep discipleship. Yeah. But, like, I remember you, like, openly talking about it so much. Yeah. Like, our freshman year. (laughs) I... Like, being like, oh my gosh, like, this is just so fire, so good. What... Tell me this. What made your discipleship so good? Hmm. That's a great question. Your freshman year. So... I think this kind of highlights what kind of Caleb kind of mentioned before, but coming into college, I, um, a boy broke up with me and we were dating for three years and I was like in love with him and I just thought I was going to marry this man. And so it was like really, really hard to go to a new place, um, experiencing heartbreak. I just did not want to be at college at all. I was like, yeah, I this that. seems absolutely pointless. Like, I just want to be with my parents. Those are the only people that I trust right now. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, okay, Maddie's sister yes, go, I goes to college with us. Yes. And so thankfully she had that. She was my one safe place in college. And so um, literally it was like I went to the college ministry and 
this girl, I'm just going to name her name, Annika. Um, she was just like so intentional with me and she was like, let's get coffee. So like the first week of me being in that college ministry, I was connected and I was like intentionally sought out, which is so important (laughs) in a college ministry. Like so many people fall through the cracks and like that is, that breaks my heart because like it's just, it's inevitable, but it's, man, I wish there was a problem to fix or I wish we could fix that problem. But anyway, I think the reason why I was so good it's because I've never had someone pour that much truth into my life. Mm. Like it was, it was like each time we met up, I wanted to leave just like crying tears of joy. Cause I felt so much freedom. And like I said, like confessing sin that I've never confessed in my life before or mm. hearing that God loves me, like simple truths too. And, and also I learned how to read the Bible through her. Like I remember in high school, I would try to open the Bible and it would just be very like daunting. And I was like, okay, God, I'm trying, but I, and then I would do it for like three days and then stop. Cause I was like, this is too much, you know? Yeah. And so like, she taught me how to love the word. And also a main thing about our discipleship was like, we just did life together. Like we had fun and like, she invited me over and I did whole 30 in my freshman year of Ooh. college in a dorm. That was the stupidest decision I've ever made, but she literally like made me a meal and we played like a game together. And it was just like, just doing life. And I think that's why I encourage it so much with, to my freshman friend group. It was like, why would anyone not want this? Yeah. You know, like this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that reminds me, you talked about how like, you've never felt so comfortable to like confess sin and all mm-hmm. these things. And I, I really do feel like from my personal experience, like in confessing sin to community, that is like one of the most cool parts of discipleship but also just friendship when you get to confess sin and see your friend still love you the same way Jesus does Mm. that is so cool yeah (laughs) and um it just reminds me of James which I'm not in I was in first Peter it's really um but (laughs) close Um, you're really close it reminds me of James 5 13 um we'll start there is anyone among you suffering he should pray is anyone cheerful he should sing praises is anyone among you sick? He should call for the elders of the church who could be, you know, in some cases, your discipleship. Right. Um, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick person and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Mm-hmm. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Um, my brothers and sisters, this is verse 19. If any among you strays from the truth and someone turns him back, let that person know that whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Um, and that is just like so true, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like, yeah. obviously it's straight scripture, yeah. but I mean, I think we've seen the evidence of the truth of that in confessing sin to each other in confessing sin to our disciples in the past, um, and seeing, the love that we've received, but also mm-hmm. the prayer and yeah. the work of the prayer. Um, yeah. and in that, um, which I think this verse points to too, but I feel like we've gone on about community for a yeah. hot minute, <laughs> but it's just so important. And no, it like, is. And I think, I mean, honestly, that's probably the number one thing. Yeah. Cause yeah. if you're not doing life with people that are pursuing the Lord, it's 10 times harder to yeah. follow. And it's a huge, I mean, truly, like, that is one of the major goals of 
a college ministry is to mm-hmm. provide people with purpose and community. Yeah. I've heard college ministry say that over and over and over again. And and mission, purpose, community, and mission. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. But what about the being involved in a church aspect of college ministry? So mm. so we were lucky enough to be a part of a college ministry. We are lucky enough to yeah. be a college, part of a college ministry that is a part of a church. So kind of speak into how that's blessed you yeah. as someone who goes. Yeah. I think I had never realized how much being in a college ministry that is a part of a church would actually affect like my life, like my spiritual well-being. Um, but I think the main like blessing of it is that we get to be a part of everything else that's going on. And we always say that we're a ministry, a part of the church. And um, because I'm on staff, we just, there's a lot of like, um, this is no shade, but like BSMs or like separate minish college ministries, which is awesome. And I know the Lord's using them, but um, it's like they have to point the college students in that ministry to a church. And so it is so cool to be a part of a college ministry that's in a church because we already got the church there. Um, and so I've just learned that it, like the ministry doesn't have to be its own. Like it's a part of the church and it's, um, we're all working alongside each other. And there's literal like adult seniors serving in the college ministry. And like the wisdom that they offer is like, oh my gosh, I never realized how, I mean, I should realize how wise old people are. Yeah. (laughs) You just forget when you're not around them. Yeah. Like truly. I mean, I think for me, my, the biggest blessing from, from that I've received from our college ministry being a part of a church is my call to the church. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to kind of, we've planned to talk about this deeply in a different podcast, but, um, we're both called to ministry. God has kind of called us to that. We'll just throw that out on the table for his podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but our calls are, um, kind of different. Mine is very broadly to the church and that's something I've, I've wrestled with for a while in that it, it I for a while I felt like it was an incomplete calling that I was waiting on hey you're called to college ministry or hey you're called to youth ministry or, or whatever else um and so I was like yeah I know I'm called to the church but like where <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and then someone really wise looked me in the face and was like that's not an incomplete calling I would actually be more concerned if someone said they're called to youth and not the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really helped me and to understand that it's a real calling. And especially when that's the clarity I've received over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I wouldn't have gotten to realize and work through and just like recognize that that was my calling for my life from God if I hadn't been in a church. Yeah. And in all honesty, our college ministry was placed me there. What placed me there? You mm-hmm. know, like our college ministry was what was allow allowing me to see those things that I now love so much. Yeah. Um, and so that's been the biggest blessing for me is to just get to serve in literally every area of the church and get to get to see the different passions and to get to see the different talents, the yeah. different ages. Um, the different thoughts. I mean, you know, there's diversity of thought in church and yeah. there should be, um, and you know, Say a lot of the people yeah, like there should be diversity of thought. Um, but 
you know, unified under Christ. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. And so I would say that's been my biggest blessing. If mm-hmm. I had, and again, no shade, if I had been a part of um, a collegiate ministry that was not in a church, I don't know that I would have been involved enough in one to hear that calling as clearly. Mm, that's good. And I just keep on thinking like, I live at the church because I work there, but even before I worked there, I was there Tuesday nights and then Sunday mornings. And I just, I mean, that goes back to community, but like the proximity aspect of like, you are seeing your community frequently and like that is a great thing. Yeah. And so even just for like the community aspect, obviously there's way more things, there's many more things that go into that, but um yeah, I just think being a part of other ministries and learning from them and like seeing how they do their ministries and um, yeah, like once again, getting wisdom from there and also just like being obedient to the call God has on our lives to be a part of the church and like um, love, love the church when it sins and yeah. <laughs> be faithful and committed and yeah, it's it's been such a cool um, experience. And I, when I joined my church, I did not do a bunch of church hopping before that. Like my church was the first church that I went to and I just continued to stay with it. But um, I just think it's been cool to like be able to stick with the church. And like, I mean, obviously every church is filled with sin. So there's been problems and there's also been some really awesome things that have happened, but it's, it's just cool to see how like I've been, um, a part of something for four years and it's not just a part of the college ministry but it's part of like the church with everyone together yeah so do you feel like being a part of a church and a college ministry has helped you learn what being a part of god's mission is yeah mm-hmm. definitely i and we kind of talked about this on the way up here but <laughs> i um knew the events of the gospel i put that in quotations of you know <laughs> God created the world perfect, right? And um, we chose to sin against him and chose the knowledge of good and evil, which entered sin and death and all these things into the world, right? And we wrestled with that for a long time. We're still wrestling with it to some extent, but God was gracious enough to send himself down in the form of Jesus, who was Mm -hmm. fully God and fully man. Um, And Jesus took up a cross for our sins, and before he died... Uh, He took on all of our sins, past, present, and future, so that when he died, our sins died with him. And then he raised, and then he raised again on the third day to show and illustrate and factually defeat death Mm. and sin um, by raising. And so, for those that can, you know, accept him and and believe in that sacrifice and in his resurrection can rejoin him in communion can have that bridge um bridged or have that that gap bridged you Mm. know the separation between us and god because of sin so i knew i knew those events right them as a cohesive unit under the title of the gospel i did not know Mm. um and i i was not able to communicate to someone else or share or walk someone through Mm-hmm. Um, none of that I was able to do. And so that was definitely, um, a blessing of college ministry was gospel trainings. We've been on mission trips where we 
have gospel trainings and they literally throw us out in the streets of Panama City and yeah. tell us to share it. Yeah. Um, that was a cute, that's been a huge, huge oh my goodness, we're getting tired, you <laughs> can tell. Um, that's been a huge blessing of college ministry mm. is that training and understanding and experience, opportunity of experience. We also do um, share the gospel on a weekly basis. Nope. We also bi-weekly. do yeah, we also do share the gospel on a bi-weekly basis with our college ministry. Um, and so that has also been a huge blessing and been very challenging. Yeah. Very challenging, especially from a leadership standpoint mm-hmm. of trying to get people to see the value in it. Yeah. But um also challenging personally. Uh but it's been great and it's and it's what we're called to do ultimately. I mean, that's the message of Matthew twenty eight. And yeah. so can't ignore that. No. What about you? How do you feel like you have your thinking of God's mission has evolved or you've had a deeper understanding of since college ministry or since yeah. the church? I mean, I think it's just like redirected my purpose in life. Like mm, that's good. I same. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just like it makes so much sense now on yeah. why I'm here on this earth. And not that I had like huge thoughts like that before I came to college ministry, but just like I now feel like I'm here on this earth to share the gospel. And I, I mean, I know that I'm on this earth to share the gospel. And so that's why I am so thankful that we are a part of a church that their mission is to glorify God and share the gospel with others. And um, they've given us like tools and equipped us. And gosh, it is so hard to go up to someone on campus and be like, um, excuse me, can I uh, tell you about my God? It's really hard when <laughs> you, you do it in that voice. It, yeah, that's probably true, and they probably would be really scared. <laughs> yeah. And so, and people think that, like, I'd be good at evangelism because, like, I'd just talk to anyone. But, like, truly, that I just feel like that's one of my biggest weaknesses. And I praise God that, like, they have equipped us because I would have no idea, like, how to share the gospel or... Even that, like, that was, like, a commandment from God. Like, Matthew 28, I was like, I can now quote that, but, like, I had no idea how important that was. And I think that also shows that in high school, I really just pick and picked and chose what I wanted to believe from the mm. Bible. Like, oh, yes, I'm going to love my friends. But I didn't know coming into college that loving my neighbors was to share the gospel with them, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, that was really... That's yeah. been a life-changing thing, yeah. That's good. I love yeah. when we try to selectively listen to God. Mm. It's really, it really, really turns out well for us. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's good. I mean, I think mission is awesome. I think all in all, you know, what we've learned um, from this is that college ministry really has given us those three things, kind of the purpose, the community, and the mission. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about some other things in between there, but that's what it's given us and it's yeah. been life-changing I mean you just heard two testimonies of that of yeah. how life-changing it was of how we came into college I thought I was gonna be president y'all no she really did I really did <laughs> I really like, did it was Kayla Green is just a completely different person now it's Let me true tell you. it's so true Maddie's different too but really the same <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah I thought I was gonna be president and now I'm called to the church Ooh, what? That will preach. Yeah, that will preach. yeah. And so, just like think about that. Oh, one more question before we go. I yeah. thought of this while we were making this earlier. Go for it. What would you say to someone who sees the importance 
after listening to this or just in general of pursuing a college ministry but is scared Mm. that is so real like first of all your feelings are valid like I get it um it's a terrifying thing to walk into a building alone or even if you're not alone just like a new environment or like you know when you feel convicted and that's scary because you know you have to take action but it's a scary thing and so I would say lean into that and really just like it sounds so cheesy but like take that leap of faith and like just do it and I pray and I hope that you could find a community in a college ministry where they intentionally seek you out because I mean I do hear stories where people go to college ministries and they they don't go back because no one talks to them and I mean that breaks my heart but you can't you can't just sit there and not do anything like you have to at least try yeah I think something to note is that any freshman going into college is feeling the exact same way and so Mm, many freshmen going into that college ministry is also feeling that same kind of fear yeah but also that same desire yeah and so I think connect with those people like yes connect with the older people in the ministry but also connect with other freshmen that love God yeah like that is so important um and also in terms of the whole you know I see the importance but I'm just scared and like that's genuinely it you are never trusting God if you are trusting you. Ooh, you are never trusting God if you are only trusting you. Yeah. And so just do it. Like, I hate to be that Nike no, little yeah. girl, but like, <laughs> just do it. Like, and just take that leap of faith. And I really do believe that if you're trying to pursue God, that he will meet you there. Yeah. Like, and also be prayerful about it. Like, yeah. I've talked to so many people where they have told me like, I prayed for a year for God to bring me community and like they prayed faithfully for a year and then the Lord finally like revealed that community to them but like sometimes it doesn't just happen where you walk into a college ministry and you're like this is gonna be my place for the next four years like sometimes you may just have to like try different places and stuff but yeah I don't know the Lord's gonna be kind to to you he's gonna see that you're wanting him and he's gonna be faithful to that yeah well, we are way over time, yeah. but um, this was so fun, yeah, this and was fun. Um, we hope that, you know, it blessed someone. That is our prayer, um, and so, uh, yeah, we hope to kind of ma- make more of these things. We'll see kind of what the schedule looks like, but we're super might mess glad. around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that was so awkward. No, I just don't like, I don't know how to end the podcast. Yeah, this is our first one, so we're just going to be... No, I think you should just cut it at done and by. Like that awkwardness that we had. And then have the laughs like zoning out. Yeah. <laughs>